2: and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
3: And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Monday. On, wait, it's a Tuesday, Chris. Is it a Tuesday? <laughs> on a... Hold on. Restart. On a Tuesday, it is a Tuesday because it's definitely not Monday anymore. I'm super sharp today. You know what the de- you know what the de- the deal is, Chris? But my focus is just stay focused. My new focus is staying focused, and now I know what day of the week it is. All right, shut up, Chris. Here's what we've got: the Russians are flying fighter jets at us. That's that's probably not good. Somebody pooped at the Clintons. That's actually hilarious. Trump's indictment. We'll talk about that. It's coming. It's coming very soon. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss the Fed up that's currently going on in New York City and the system and how it works. We're going to unpack emails. We're going to go through America's divide. We have so much to get to tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. And in case you missed last night's show, I took a segment of last night's show and I blasted Trump for calling for people to protest. And I took a segment of last night's show and I blasted Heavy D for something he said and as you can imagine, the emails came in hot and heavy. This is a brief sample of all of them. Jesse, the elite Shogun. You were in the title Shogun for Monday's show for pointing out the madness of what Trump is asking of his followers. I don't understand the blind devotion for, uh, God bless you, sir. And then I got this one. I used to enjoy your show, but you've lost your mind. Uh, and then he goes on to say, uh, a whole paragraph of all kinds of crap. I, I'm sad to cut out your show, but, I've got to cut the fat out of my life, hates me for what I said, and so on and so forth. So allow me to start out with this right here because I do think it is important, not that I'm a good person, you know I'm a bad person, but I do think it is important to level with people. I think it's important to set expectations so people know what they are going to get and what they're not going to get in all parts of life. I think it's important to do this in your personal relationships and your work relationships. I think it's important to do it with your, with your kids, with your spouse. I most definitely think it's important that I do it with you. And clearly, very clearly, I have failed in some way to properly convey something. So I'm going to say this again and again and again until everyone understands it. I don't give a crap about your favorite politician. Uh, This is not, this is not something that's good about me or bad about me. It's just who I am. Let me explain why. Let me explain why I am a very simple man. I like certain things and beyond those things, it's really weird. I don't care about them at all. They mean nothing to me. One of the things that is meant and it will always mean nothing to me is the concept of celebrity and high powered things. I don't, have any desire jesse you should interview this candidate or that candidate i don't have any desire to interview this candidate or that candidate i don't have any desire to be invited to the white house one day to receive a presidential medal i don't want to ride on air force one i won't go home at night and get the vapors oh my gosh this guy talked to me about it i actually despise most politicians including probably ones that you love i believe in the american people I believe in protecting the American people with whatever I can use to protect them. With I believe in standing between the powerful and the powerless. I do not wave pom poms. I do not. I will not be joining a campaign. I won't be part of a campaign. I won't be. If I was offered hundred thousand dollars tomorrow by D- Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump, I would laugh and hang up the phone on them. The answer is no. I am not on anyone's team. Now, that's great news. you love that when I'm blasting the other guy. You hate it when I'm blasting your guy. But here, let me just clarify this. I'm never going to stop. Ever. This isn't a primary season thing. I am disgusted by the cowardice, weakness, stupidity, and selfishness of the party that should have been fighting for you and fighting for me. Where we are right now as a nation is a disgrace. And I blame the Republicans. Of course, communists destroy everything. It's what communists do. But if I have some rabid Wolverine sitting in front of me that's been biting everybody and I have some guy who has the ability, who has the power to stop the Wolverine, he's sitting there weapon in hand and chooses not to. Well, the next person the Wolverine bites. I'm not going to blame the Wolverine. I'm going to blame the guy who's supposed to be defending us. The people in our party are pathetic. They're pathetic. They've fought for nothing. They've conserved nothing. And they're selfish. Oh, sure, there are definitely servants out there. There's no question about that. But so many of these people, they view their role in life also, just like the left is kings and queens, and, and you're but a peasant. You're but a cog in the wheel to serve this or serve that. I don't, I don't get down with that either at all. Not at all. So let me say this one more time. I'm never going to change. I'm never going to stop insulting your guy, whoever that guy may be, wherever he is, that's never going to change on this show. I don't give a crap about having this guy on for an interview or sucking up to him or do I think this that means nothing to me because I don't long for the days I've been to these fancy schmancy black tie political events with this senator and this and that And you know what it sucked the last time I had to go one of those I ducked out the wife was yelling at me for an hour because I tried to duck out right away and she said we can't people will notice Jesse that's rude and the second the speeches started Out the door I went, gone, see ya. I'll be at the bar having a beer and a pizza if you need me. Not only do I not want an invite, I hope you don't invite me. I don't need my picture taken with you. I don't care about you at all. Politicians should all be used like rental cars. All of them. You use it to get to your destination and dump it the second it stops serving your purposes. You know why? Because that's how they'll all treat you. Every single one of them. Without a moment of hesitation, that's how they treat you. Now, let's be clear about something else. We have another reason I don't care about individual candidates is what's happening in this country right now is so much bigger and, frankly, so much more dangerous than a presidential primary or even a presidential election. Because you, you want to think, and I want to think, oh man, that, it's uh, it, it. if we just win the presidency, we'll take things back. If I could just get Trump in there, we'll, we'll reverse everything. If DeSantis could just win, we'll reverse everything. Well, that's not true. That's ridiculous. That's pie-in-the-sky thinking. We have decades of small victories to make. Before we take our country back. Decades of them. I will be here 20 years from now. Behind this exact same microphone. Yelling at Chris. Trying to fix things locally. Small. One presidential election ain't going to make or break you. Now that said. I do need to clarify this. I understand. When people pick a guy. A candidate of any kind. And they back him. And they wear his t-shirt and they fly that flag, and I don't hate you for that at all. I get it. I get that there are, especially a figure like Trump, who was such a different figure, and he talked in ways other people talked, and he seemed one of the first guys who wasn't ashamed of the GOP base, and mostly the GOP feels so ashamed so often of their base. They talk down to us. Trump never talked down to us. He didn't do that to us. And when you have a figure like that, that figure is going to attract loyalty from people because he's this unique figure. There have been figures like this throughout history where they're so unique that people will follow them. There there were people who were willing to die on behalf of Napoleon at one point in time. Think how crazy that is. When they thought they were going to execute Napoleon, he had people who loved him so much they would step up and say, no, 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 not the emperor, kill me instead. This is human nature. I don't have that part of human nature. Whatever that part is, I don't have it. But this is human nature and I get it. And I get why too. I get, I get another part of the why. Another, another part of the why is this. We all, all of us, you, me, everybody, we want to feel like we have a purpose. Going to work, earning a paycheck is nice. That's fine. Go, go earn your money. It's not a purpose. I, I can't speak for women here because I'm not one. Although, in this country, you can become one for probably a couple grand. But because I'm not a woman, I can't speak for women. But as a dude, I will tell you having a purpose in life, having a mission is a really, really, really important part of being a dude. You know, I, I've told you before about. Various struggles and various parts of my life. If there have been times in my life where I've climbed deep into a bottle, it was either because I was not doing well after Iraq or it's because I felt like I was lacking a purpose. And it just, that's a dangerous place for me to be. Part of the reason I do this is it makes me feel like I have a purpose. It feels good. Chris and me and Michael, we talk about it, how we feel like we're helping people, feel like we're doing some good in a job. We're not just screwing off playing fart sounds. That's just a side benefit. But I get becoming part of a campaign of some kind feels like there's a purpose. And I'm not saying to you there's not a purpose. But I'm just saying to you I'm never going to join you there. I will appreciate your guy when he does well, whoever your guy is. And I'm going to dog on your guy behind this microphone when he does stuff I don't like. And not only am I not sorry, I'm never going to change. Hang on.
0: The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next.
4: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Well done, Michael. Michael's sitting in for Chris over there. Queen is so underrated. Queen had some great jams. They don't get, they don't get the respect they deserve. They, don't get, they really don't. You don't. You don't ever hear about Queen when you're talking about top ten band. You don't, when do you hear about Queen? Never. It's the Jesse Kelly Show. You can email me your love, your hates, your death threats. your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday, which is coming. Jesse at com. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Now, what's what's the latest in New York City? All eyes in New York. What is the latest and greatest? Well, you know, if you want the latest and greatest for anything, what you really need is a journalist. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Trump will be indicted tomorrow. He's going to be indicted Wednesday. You are not going to see him arrested Wednesday. He's going to fly to New York next week. He's going to be fingerprinted. They're going to take a mugshot of him. Now, understand, I'm not going to play all the audio and things like that again, that of predictions I've made and stuff like that about the, about what they're going to do to him and how they're going to humiliate him publicly. But it's important for you to understand the humiliation is more important to them than any actual crimes that, or, or anything else. Uh, I, I shouldn't even share this. I've, I've brought this up very, very briefly before because the story is so horrific, but have you ever heard of the Pest experiments? Uh, this took place in Romania. And I am going to tell. I'm going to give you the PGest version of the potest experience- experiments I've ever done. All right, it's the most PG way you can put this. I will tell you this. Let me give you a little warning, though, for you history lovers out there. When I bring something up and we talk about something, you go geek out on it. And I really want you to hear me, kids, especially you. Listen to me. Listen, to- and I really mean this. Pay attention. You know how much hi- how much I love history, right? And how much I've Enjoy documentaries and books and things like that. I just, I love sucking up history. This is going to come back to Trump. Just stay with me. I love sucking it up. I just enjoy it. Did you know that of all the history I've ever learned in my entire life, there's only one thing I wish I could unlearn? There's only one thing I have things in my memory that I, uh, from my life that I wish weren't there, but there's only one historical thing I know. That i wish i didn't know whenever i die whether it's tonight on the way home from the show or 60 years from now whenever i die i wish that day would have come without me knowing what the test experiments were so i don't want you to look into this further unless you're ready for that you understand what a statement that is that i just made of all the gruesome history we've said I don't think you want to know what it really was. But here's the 30,000-foot view version of it. In Romania, they went communist. Obviously, this is uh, during all that Soviet Union stuff. Romania went communist. They had a real, real issue with the Christians in that country. They were just solid Christians, warriors. They would not submit to godless communism, to anti-humanism. They would not, and they tried everything they could do. So in conjunction with the Soviets, the Romanian communists decided for an experiment where they would take these Christians, the most hardened Christians, the ones who were giving them the hardest, the the biggest problems in the world, and they brought them into a prison. And they abused them in ways that I am never going to share with you on this show. Uh, Horrific things. Uh, one, One of the nicest things I can tell you is they would stand over you as you were sleeping at night. You would have a a guard, another prisoner, assigned to you. And if you moved at all during your sleep, as we all do, the guard standing over you would smash your shins with a club he had. They would have you read Bible verses while they abused you in ways I won't go into. Just some of the most sick, depraved stuff you've, you've ever imagined. I'm talking forcing you to drink out of a waste bucket and things. And believe me when I tell you that's, this is the nice version I'm giving it to you. But why? None of that makes sense. If you're a communist and you've taken over Romania and you're an anti-human, why would you go to all this trouble? That's a lot of trouble, isn't it? You're beating people, you're torturing people. This is this is I believe this was the 50s of memory serves me. So word might get out. That's the modern era. How could you do this? Why would you do this? If you're a communist and an anti-human and this this Christians giving you problems, why not just kill him? You have, you don't have any problem killing everybody. In fact, that's half the religion is murdering people. Why wouldn't you just kill him? Why do this? Why? Why are you bringing in Donald Trump? Why the mugshot? Why the fingerprints? The humiliation is the point. Because it's not now and it has never been about Donald Trump. It's not that they want Trump. They do. They do. They do want him. But that's not the reason you do this. You do this so you can bring about some sort of humiliation that you, that you put on a display of him in front of everybody. That's so you don't get too uppity. The purpose of a cultural revolution struggle session, like in China and Cambodia, where they would drag you in front of everybody and torture you and mock you and humiliate you. The humiliation is the point. They could have just taken you out to a ditch and shot you in the head. But what good does that do the cause? The point is they want you embarrassed and humiliated, and that'll happen for Trump next Wednesday. And we have an update on everything else going on around it. Hang on. Is he smarter than everyone?
0: Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics,
4: It is The Jesse Kelly Show. We'll get into our U.S. of Gay update here in just a moment. Just a couple of minutes. We just have to keep everybody updated on all the goings-ons and as the world watches at New York City. And yes, I'm aware we're going to find out about the feds and what they're doing with interest rates tomorrow having talked to my people you know look we journalists chris we have to find sources right we have our what chris we have sources and as a journal as a seasoned journalist i have sources no but i have talked to people what they're expecting for tomorrow what they're expecting is a small rate hike from the fed small as in 0.25 that's a very that's as small as they do them it probably should be more but that's as small as they do them What's that mean? Well, I think Janet Yellen laid it out pretty well, because remember, whatever Janet Yellen says, exactly the opposite is true. Take an economy that is performing
1: very well. We've had the fastest recovery from a downturn um, that we've ever seen and the fastest recovery of any nation around the globe. Um, The unemployment rate is near a 50-year low. The economy is doing well, and it would
4: it would threaten all of that. Oh my gosh, we're so screwed. All right, enough of that. We'll get back to that. Let's, get, let's continue with this update on New York. All right. Now, what should we expect for next week? Again, Trump's going to be arraigned tomorrow. He's going to actually be... He's going to actually be fingerprinted and mugshotted next week. And I warned you, this is coming. You already know this is coming. This is not news to you. So here's what you can expect between now and then, and then, then. First... Remember, we call it the system, but I realize we have a bunch of new listeners to the show. Very grateful for that. Can't believe that given as how, given how often I offend everybody, but we have a bunch of new listeners. So the system is simply this. Cultures, cultures are held up by pillars, by various pillars. There are pillars in any society, separate pillars. The media, how, how news is distributed in your society. That is a cultural pillar. Your religion and your society is a pillar. The government is a cultural pillar. Your education system is a pillar. Entertainment is a pillar. There are there and there's more, but these are the things that hold up your society. And I need to be clear: I say pillar. I use the image pillar because they are supposed to be separate from each other. The pillars aren't touching. They're not one big pillar. They're separate pillars. They're separate normally. But once you get to be a late stage republic, as we are, what happens is the leaders of the pillars, the, the ones who are who are making the pillars go, they figure something out. They don't have any love of country, and so once they've shed that, because it's really a burden for them, once they've shed any love of country, then they figure something out. Hey, we're here. We don't care about America. We're just here to loot the treasury as, the, as Rome crumbles. You know we can loot a lot more together. If we work together, we can burn this place down faster and loot a lot more. It's the same reason the biggest bank heists, it's never the one idiot who walks in with a ski mask. It's the crew. Why would you have a crew? Uh, There are people who can turn you in. Maybe you don't have a good wheel man like me, Chris. Anyway, people can turn you in. Why have a crew? Well, because if we work together, we can steal more. The system is simply all the cultural pillars. They've all been taken over by the same sick ideology. None of them love the country, and they've figured out they can work together. That's why I call it the system. And it's fascinating once you see the system and see how it works and understand why it works the way it works, and then you see the system operate. New York City DA Alvin Bragg is obviously now somebody. He's well-known in New York City, of course, but they didn't know who that guy was in Seattle yesterday. Now they do. Alvin Bragg is now known coast to coast. And coast to coast, people are finding out that Alvin Bragg is a sick freak of a human being He is an evil communist. He is sitting there as DA of New York because George Soros' money put him there. George Soros put him there so he could turn violent criminals loose. And do always remember, as you probably do, violent criminals are turned loose by communists in their societies while they're still in the revolution phase. They're turned loose because... They create instability in society. They create angst. When people are afraid and anxious, that's where the communist gains more power. So these prosecutors, they're not progressive. They're not liberal. They're not soft on crime. Alvin Bragg turns murderers loose, hoping they will murder more people. He turns rapists loose, hoping they will rape more people. That's why he does what he does. That's his entire purpose, creating instability in society. Now, the communist has always needed some level of deception, oftentimes an extreme level of deception. That's usually how it works. But he's always needed some level of deception. This isn't new to American communism today. From the earliest days of the Soviet Union, they would talk about, hey, shut up. Hey, be quiet. Hey, don't let them know what we're doing. When the communists first got here to America and they started getting into the education system, they wrote this down. This is not opinion. They would write down extensively. We can't can't tell them what we're doing. Hey, we can't let people find out what we're doing. Alvin Bragg wants to turn violent criminals loose to murder everybody, but he doesn't want to let you know that's what he's doing. He doesn't want everyone to know. He wants to arrest Donald Trump. He wants to humiliate Donald Trump, but he doesn't want you to understand the why. It's important that you don't understand the why. So I saw this today, and I about fell off my chair laughing. It's an article written by some idiot in Politico. Politico is this big political publication. Everyone in Washington reads it. The headline is this. Liberal Manhattan DA takes on Trump in perilous legal fight. The article goes on to discuss why Alvin Bragg is just a poor run-of-the-mill liberal who took one donation from George Soros and now everyone's making a big deal of it. It's a big media bodyguard campaign of Alvin Bragg ahead of a week of endless scrutiny ...of Alvin Bragg. It's how the system works together. Chris, write this one down. I'm going to be obnoxious when this one comes true. We have a week until Trump is fingerprinted and mugshotted, right? You ready for that? A week? Chris, before Trump is arrested, mugshotted, and fingerprinted next week, before that happens in next week, we will have at least one, there'll probably be more than one, but we'll have at least one video of a celebrity of some kind speaking out in favor of Alvin Bragg. It will be an actor, actress, singer of some kind. You will have other parts of the system, other pillars in the system, pillars that should be keeping Alvin Bragg in check. You will have them locking shields to running a protection racket of Alvin Bragg because remember this about the system. Yes, they're communists and globalists and all the other words we use to describe these people. But the purpose of being a system, because all these people are just selfish anti-human monsters, they've chosen to be a system because they need the protection of working together. The system is the system because the system's whole purpose in life is protecting itself. It's a big part of the reason they hate Donald Trump. We've talked about before, historically, when nations get like ours is now broken and corrupt, system disruptors will rise. Trump was the very first. There will be many more after him, but Trump was the very first challenging the status quo. The system locked shields to destroy him. George Soros didn't give a million dollars to Alvin Bragg for funsies. He's there for a reason. You'll find out that reason next week. Now... Can't do anything about that. Here's what you can do: you can stop giving your money to companies that go along with this nonsense. How many private corporations out there now have chosen to go all in with their hatred of you, with their hatred of your values, your country, with everything you stand for? Verizon has, T-Mobile has, AT and T has, but there's one company that has not. Pure Talk's out there still fighting for you, never crapping on you and your values. Their CEO fought for this country. You'll save a fortune, but more than that, forget about the money savings. Your money won't go to people who hate your guts anymore. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Same same great 5G network. Go to, just pick up your phone right now. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, all right? Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Peer
0: Talk. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly.
4: It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Tuesday. Remember at the beginning of the show when I screwed the whole thing up? And no, I don't want to talk about the Sopranos, Chris. Chris is asking me about you. Whenever we talk about New York City, for some reason, Chris, who's disrespectful, tries to make it about the mafia, even though that is a really cool part of New York City. But anyway, he, said, he asked me about the Sopranos. Hey, did you see the Sopranos? (sighs) All right, here's the deal. I need to explain what happened. Everyone's gonna yell at me. Everyone's gonna yell at me. And you can send your emails to Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com, about anything, by the way, but you'll realize this. Actually, you're probably going through this now. Chris is newly married. You sit down with the wife. You want to spend time together, and every now and then you'll watch a show together. Will you not? Do you not have shows you watch with the wife? Of course you do, of course you do. I love mafia stories. Everyone knows this. I geek out on this stuff. So clearly I wanted to get on the Sopranos train and I need to be clear. I never, we never had HBO growing up and I never wanted to pay for HBO. Shut up, Chris. Uh, and so what I decided I wanted to start getting on the Sopranos train was about the time the show was coming to an end. I, so I was way behind. I don't, you know, I don't buy anything new. I don't, I just don't, but I wanted to get into it. And we were watching shows and I said, Hey, let's do Sopranos. And we sit down and we dig into Sopranos and we get six, seven episodes into the first season, I would say. And this is what happens. Look, I can't speak for all women in my house. This is what happens. Once she gets bored, once she's out, she will make this is what women do. This is see, women have mastered. Because they're the smaller, weaker sex, they've mastered arts of manipulation. It's why they have better intuition about people than men do. They've had to. It's a survival instinct. It's why they're better at manipulating people than men are, because they have to. It's a survival instinct. So what she did was they will she'll find a way to very subtly, not overtly, very subtly make it miserable that I'm watching the show. Do you want to watch it? will be. I'll come home. Do you want to watch Sopranos? And she'll say... I mean, I guess, and I'll say something to the effect of, if you don't want to watch it, look, we can move on. No, no, I know you're into it. Right, so I'm trying to make you sound like the good guy. And then it'll be 10 minutes into it. You'll look over. She'll be on her phone, clearly not watching with you. And they just say, so you're not into it? No, no, I am. I am. I'm sorry. I was just doing something. And just set it down. And then you get it about another 10 minutes, and this is what you'll get. This is what you get. Chris is laughing because I guarantee he's going through this. You'll get this. Oh. <sighs> Every single time. And so, at some point, the wife knows that I'm going to freak out, and I'm going to pull the ripcord, and we're just going to turn it off. I'm just going to say, you know what? We're turning it off. I know you're not watching it anyway. Stop pretending. And that gives her the opportunity to say, hey, I was watching it. I don't know why you turned it off. You know how they do it, Chris. Oh, you're watching. Oh, Chris Chris is putting his head in his hands. That's exactly what they do. And so that happened years ago. This is, gosh... I don't know, five, ten years ago this happened. I still want to watch it. All right? I want to watch it. However, you know that I'm a huge nerd. Everyone knows that I'm a nerd, that when I have a chance because no one else will watch this stuff with me, when I have a chance to watch things on my own, I will watch history documentaries. I will watch that's what I enjoy watching on TV. If I'm not reading about it, I enjoy watching it. So I've never gone back. By now, I've forgotten everything that happened in the first six, seven episodes. I don't know anything. I know I should go back. Everyone tells me it's this incredible show that I need to watch. You say it's not Chris. Is it not Michael? You've watched it. It's good. Is it the greatest show ever? Or one of them, Michael? Is it in the, is it in the list? Not the greatest, but you would understand the argument. Okay. So, so I know it's right there. I know I should, but when am I going to do that? Am I going to go through the frustration of trying to get her into it again? I'm not going through that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So it's never going to happen. It's one of those things where it always seems like it's on, it's about to happen, but it will never happen. I know it won't. It's fine. 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 It's okay. It's not like I want to enjoy my TV shows. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Anyway, back to the stories. You can email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now let's finish this up because we've got all kinds of other stuff I want to get into here. Uh, one, I apologize for the disrespect. President of the United States of America today announced some new national monuments. We should have let him have his say. First,
2: I'm proud to use my authority under the Antiquities Act to establish the, and I, I, I want you to know it's a big deal, the uh, uh, Havanaqua N- May. I, I'm, I'm having trouble. Thank you. I got it. I do. Buenos
4: Aires. Amen, Mr. President. Thank, that sounds like an important monument that you've really dug into, and I'm glad you've taken the time. Sounds like it's really critical for us. Now, next week, when Trump gets hauled in and mugshotted and fingerprinted, maybe you're sitting there thinking, "I'm going up there, Jesse. I've been called to protest. I'm going to protest." Okay, well, um, here's a few headlines for you. This is from Breitbart. Barriers go up outside of New York City courthouse. That's the first headline. Second headline is bomb threats are made against Manhattan DA courts and NYPD headquarters as possible Trump indictment nears. Just so you know, probably about 100% of those bomb threats that were called in, they either didn't happen or if they did happen, they were federal informants or FBI agents themselves who made the call. Now why would they do such a thing? Oh, I don't know. The next headline probably explains it. This is from Daily Signal. The FBI dev- devoted 16,000 more hours to January 6th than the BLM riots. You're going to go up there and protest. You should know the feds they're dying to have you show up. But they're so excited about the opportunity because you have to understand your national security apparatus in this country has completely shifted to a focus of making you a domestic terrorist. So if you're going to show up there, they are going to entrap you. They're going to instigate things. They'll call in bomb threats. They'll probably do the same thing they did in January 6th. They'll probably find a cop or two to start shooting pepper balls and things into the crowd to try to agitate a riot of some kind And you'll say, Jesse, but I'm going to be peaceful. No, no, no. You're going to get swept up in a a big, gigantic dragnet. And you'll be answering questions to the FBI agents, plural, who show up at your door about a month from now. You'll have to pay your bail. And look, I hope the best for you at your trial. I hope the best for you. Just a heads up. All right. Somebody took a crap on the Clintons. Like I really mean that for real. They took a crap, and we're going to talk about that and other really high-end stories, like the Russians intercepting our jets. In the meantime, if you are going to wade into New York City or any area outside of your home, do make sure do make sure that you are legal at all times, and make sure you have something that will allow you to defend yourself at all times. You know why I tell you to get a hero gun or a hero arrow depending on what kind of size you're looking for hero arrows a little smaller it shoots the pepper gel hero gun shoots the pepper balls. I tell you this because I don't want you to be hurt by a society filling up with violent nutballs and we just we don't do enough to make sure we're protected. Get something on you and carry it on you at all times. I'm not a gun guy, I'm not a gun girl fine it's a non-lethal gun fine it's not that go to hero 2020.com code Jesse for a special discount hero 2020.com code Jesse state restrictions may apply
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me Jay Harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever